0: This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Wealth. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and yours and all that good stuff. Christmas is my favorite holiday, my favorite holiday for so many reasons, Um I just love spending time with my family and celebrating the miracle of Christ, right? Like, I think sometimes in the hustle and bustle of things, we forget what Christmas is really about, and it is all about the miraculous. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, um, how to create a miracle in your marriage so i'm sure when you hear the word miracle right lots of things come up for you i think we have been taught that miracles are something reserved for the divine right for a supernatural or unexplained move of god and i totally subscribe to that i believe that with all my heart. Um, But I've also more recently come to an expanded definition of miracles, which I personally find very empowering and really a way to equip myself to create miracles in my everyday life. And that is sort of the lens and the framework that I'm coming to you today with for this particular podcast episode. And so I want to expand this conversation by expanding our definition of a miracle. And so, um, you know, another quick Google search, (laughs) as I I love to do, um, has really put into words, I think, what I was conceptualizing in my mind when I think about the miracle at the level that I wanted to speak about today. And so one definition is a miracle is something that's never happened before. Those are sort of my own words to it. Like it's something that has never happened before. When you think about Christmas, when you think about, you know, Mary being, you know, impregnated outside of any normal <laughs> normal way um that's something that does not happen that's something that had not happened before certainly to her certainly to people of her time and generation and even today you know the immaculate conception is something that just doesn't happen. And so as we think about miracles and as you think about miracles within the context of your marriage, I want you to consider that a miracle in your marriage can be something that has never happened before. Another definition is a highly extraordinary event. A highly extraordinary event. Extraordinary is actually one of my favorite words. And in my own affirmations, um and beliefs that I have adopted for myself, I actually say that I have an extraordinary marriage. And so when I think of this, a highly extraordinary event, it just makes me get really excited. Like extraordinary is just like the best. It's not your regular run-of-the-mill, but it's an extraordinary event. And so again, putting this in the context of your marriage, in terms of how to create a miracle, you're creating an extraordinary event. I want you to grasp that and really take that in because again, the whole point of this conversation is to show you how You can create miracles in your your marriage that are tangible, that are accessible to you. Another definition is an outstanding example of something. An outstanding example of something. So thinking about your marriage as an outstanding example of something. How could you create that? How could you create a marriage that is an outstanding example of something? Whether that's an example for your children, for your family, for your community, right? For me, because I have this platform, I have to think about it as how can my marriage be an outstanding example of something for the world to see, right? And then another one that I really liked that sort of made me chuckle was uh, this definition that says accomplishment that brings welcomed consequences. An accomplishment that brings welcomed consequences. So what are some welcomed consequences you have that you want in your marriage, right? What are some welcomed consequences that you have a desire for that you would like to see take place in your marriage and what is the action (laughs) that would be necessary to create such an accomplishment with welcomed consequences so those are just a little nuggets that I want to share with you around creating um, a miracle in your marriage and so What I wanted to to do is to just introduce you to the fact that, yes, miracles are those supernatural, unexplained moves of God. Absolutely, they are. And within that, I want you to begin to explore the possibility that a miracle in your marriage is something that you can actually co-create and co-produce with God, right? So the scripture tells us that, you know, and my God who was able to do exceedingly and abundantly all that you could ever think, more than you could ever think, ask, or imagine through the power of Christ that is working within us. And I think when we hear that scripture, I know at least for myself for a really long time, I would always imagine that as sort of like, yeah, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine because he's God, right? Like, yes, he could just snap his fingers. He could just say a word and like heaven and earth will move. But the part of the scripture that I have now come to adore is that it happens through the power of God within us, that we are actually part of this miracle creation. We are part of the exceedingly abundantly more. And I wanna offer you five specific points, strategies, tactics that really enable you to step into that power to co-create, with god miracles in your marriage and the first point is we have to first truly recognize the power of god that is already inside of us and not only that we have to access it and use it it's like god has put himself inside of us and we have to almost like If you guys could see me, I'm like reaching inside of my chest and like getting it out and holding it in my hand. Like the God in me, the power that he has given us because he lives inside of us, right? That the Holy Spirit in and of itself is a miracle. And God has planted that inside of us. He loved us that much. To give us that we have a piece of him that we carry with us meaning that we have access to all of the power that he does like that's his gift to us he showed us you know through the birth of Christ like how he is giving us a tangible gift and when Christ ascended to heaven he gave us the Holy Spirit In each one of us, such that we don't have to live in the error of Christ and see him with our own eyes, but that we experience him because he lives inside of us. And so the more you are able to actually believe that, actually experience it, actually know that to be true for you, that God lives inside of you, that the power that the God of the universe has has been shared with you, then you can't help but realize that you too have the power to create miracles, not only in your marriage, but in any area of your life. So that is the first point. You have to recognize and access the power of God that is already within you. The second point that I wanted to share is that when we think about miracles, right, I said that it's something that's never happened before, an highly extraordinary event. And the second point is to plant a seed that defies logic. And I'm going to explain that a little bit more, right? So when you think about Christmas, when you think about Christ, essentially what has happened is that a seed was planted inside of Mary that defies logic. Like nobody could explain it. Nobody could understand it. And the same in creating a miracle in your marriage, right? You have to plant a seed in your marriage that defies logic. What does that look like, Dr. Siobhan? I'm so glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. And so it means that you... Are loving when your husband doesn't deserve it that is planting a seed that defies logic right now I'm not talking about a husband that is abusive in any way I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the good husband you have who you know, maybe is just not as emotionally aware as you would like him to be. Maybe he's not able to anticipate your needs as much as you would like. Maybe he's a little bit harsh in his words and how he communicates with you. Maybe he is so straight to the point that it hurts your feelings sometimes. Maybe he is forgetful or neglects to let you know how appreciated you are. Those things, right? I'm talking about people who at the end of the day are really married to a good man, but maybe he's acting badly or not acting in a way that meets your expectations. And so creating a miracle, being being a co-creator of a miracle in your marriage means that you plant a seed in your marriage that defies logic, that you demonstrate the love of God even when it doesn't really make sense that you respond in love when it goes against your human nature, when you feel rejected, when you feel neglected, when you feel criticized and judged. Our natural human nature, logic would tell us, right, to withdraw, to not try anymore, to not reach out anymore. But I want you to plant the seed that defies logic and to love anyway without conditions that is how a miracle is created in your marriage because by you planting that seed and you acting in a way that your husband really doesn't deserve it's gonna shift something in him he's gonna be like how is she doing this when I'm not being all that I need to be for her right? And so the bar has been set because you've planted the seed that defies logic. It's going to baffle him a little bit. And that's when you, again, use the power of the Holy Spirit to just shift that situation so that he rises up to his best to meet you where you are. That's number two. Number three is to use your words. I think about, again, the time that Christ spent on earth and many of the miracles that he you know was responsible for were created with his words and so he gives us that example of how our words have power And so whatever miracle it is that you want to take place in your marriage, you have to begin to speak it. You have to begin to speak those things that are not as if they are and to use your words to be a tool to co-create with God what it is you desire. But in order to do that, that may mean you have to stop saying other things that are creating what you don't desire. So if your marriage is not all that you want it to be right now, I'm sure it's very tempting to say things like, I'm so unhappy. My husband is so disappointing. Um, He never does the things that I ask him to do. He never listens to me. He just doesn't understand me. Those words are creating your reality right now. And so if you want a miracle, you have to use miracle language. I am so in love with my husband. We are so in sync with each other. My marriage is the greatest source of joy in my life. I am an exceptional wife. My marriage is extraordinary. We are happier than we have ever been before. That is miracle-producing language. And so use your words to create the miracle that you want. Number four, you have to die to yourself in some way. And I remember hearing this in church once, and it was so profound because when you, whenever you use the word die, it's like, oh, right? It immediately causes you to pay attention because we fear death so much. And I think... It's in the fear of not having what we've always had that sometimes stands in the way of us getting what we actually want. And so there is a way that you are being the way that you have been being um, that is standing in the way of the miracle that you want. Otherwise, you would already have it. And so for as much as it's easy to look at your husband and the things that he may need to be doing differently, there are many things that you need to be doing differently. And so that requires that some of your old habits, some of your ways of being, some of your personality traits need to be eliminated. I can't tell you how many times I speak with women who are like, I've always been the type of person to be this way. Okay, yes, but the way you're being has no place in where you're trying to go. And so you've got to unload it, take off that bag, put on a new one, right? Like if you want a new marriage, you can't go with your old self. You just can't do it. And that requires, you know, being broken open and releasing those parts of yourself that just don't serve you anymore, that just are not working in your marriage, that just aren't even, quite frankly, working for you. But you've got to be strong enough to be self-reflective enough to notice those things about you. And once you notice them, once you become aware of them, the Holy Spirit will convict you. And when you act in those old ways that don't align with the miracle you're trying to create, you will feel awful about it. That's the sign that you know that you are headed in the right direction. Because I promise you, before you would do those things and not think twice about it. You wouldn't think anything was wrong with it. You would think you were totally justified. But God will convict you when he is doing a new thing inside of you and trying to emerge a new version of you. When you do those old things, your soul will not rest. You will feel shame, you will feel guilt, And I'm not saying that those are negative things. I want you to lean into that feeling. I want you to lean into that discomfort of being your old self because you need to get so uncomfortable there that you are so motivated to change that you can't stand it in that old way anymore. That it's like, no, I have to do better because I can't even stand myself being this way anymore. Does that make sense i hope that it does that was number four and then number five right and and the reason let me just stay on number four for a second so the reason i offered that die to yourself again we're sort of thinking about this christmas season and the life of christ right for for christ to ascend into heaven to be seated at the right hand of god he had to die here on earth like there was no other way that that was going to happen and so he ascended as a miracle, right? But he had to die here on earth. And that's, that's why part of the process of ascending to this next level of your life and your marriage requires that some parts of you have to die now. And I really hope you just sit with that for a little bit, even if you have to press pause and just let God speak to you about what are the things that actually do need to die within you. It's too important to not get. And then, number five is you have to believe in something you don't see. Again, thinking about Christ, like, none of us have actually seen him. None of us have actually seen God, but we believe in it. Many of us believe in it with our whole hearts. Like, you can't ever tell us anything different. And so just the same, we believe in the miracle of Christmas. We have, And we've never seen, you know, Christ. We have to believe in that thing that we want for our marriage, even though we don't see it. That is miraculous in and of itself. That you can use the vision that's inside of you to create the reality because you believe it. So much. You live in it so much. You operate out of it so much. That is how you co create a miracle. You believe in something you don't yet see. Even when the evidence is to the contrary, you still believe. You stand on God's word. You stand on his promise. And you move toward it with confidence and with expectancy. That's how you create a miracle in your marriage. Even when your husband says something ridiculous. Even if he is looking like he is never going to change. You still believe it. Because you are a co-creator of this miracle. Those five steps again, you have to recognize the power of God that is already within you and access it. You have to plant a seed that defies logic. Be so loving even when your husband doesn't deserve it. Number three, you have to use your words to create the reality that you want. Use your words as miracle-making language. Number four, you have to die to yourself. There's a part of you that has no place with where you're trying to go. And number five, believe in something you don't yet see. These are the things, these are the ingredients to creating a miracle. And I hope that something has sparked inside of you, something that maybe was not there before, is now there. That even in this conversation, an extraordinary event has taken place for you. That this conversation together can be an outstanding example of something for you to hold on to. And that by taking action and applying this to your life, You get some really, really welcomed consequences. That is how you create a miracle in your marriage. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will be back with you tomorrow for another episode. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, Or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.